being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing will be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. we got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600, or you can give us a, a call on the text line. You can text us a question if you have, 307-200-8222. And we're going to go right to David that was holding over the, the brakes. How are you doing, David? Hey, I'm good. And it is Larry, right? Yeah, Larry. I'm Dennis. Larry. Yep. Okay. I'm I'm normally the one that answers the phone, so yeah. I'm gonna, that's what I thought. Yes. Okay. I'm going to confuse you. <laughs> yeah, we're a little short-handed today, so he helped. He's helping me out, so I appreciate it. No problem. Well, my big question—the uh, big question about selling this uh, hybrid in the market as it is right now—used cars are going for uh, much higher value right now. Correct? Right. Yes, yes, they are. Right? Yes, they are. Yep. So it it may be it's a good time to sell this car. I. I don't enjoy driving it anymore. I've actually reverted to a uh, five-speed that I love driving, so um, I do a lot of it with the work that I do in the Denver area. The point is, um, when you advertise something like this, it's kind of a weird bird, isn't it? For its um, because it was kind of a one-off hybrid. If it's y'all told me once on a time, y'all said, David, it's really a hybrid of a hybrid. It's not a true one, which I totally get. Yeah. So my, yeah. I, I guess the, the big question is when I go to sell it. Clearly, it's a it, it's listed as a hybrid model, and um, I'm going to get it checked double get it checked out with my mechanic. Make sure everything's up to par, which I've kept good records on it and kept it in good running shape. So, um, I just in, in any insight, being that this is a weird one, I think. Not really, because um, they're. Everything's for sale, and everybody has a, you know, you're going to find a certain buyer that wants that kind of car. Trust me. Someone okay. will find it and want it. Just go on okay. to Kelly, Kelly Blue Book and see what they're selling yep. for, and then that way you can adjust your price accordingly based yeah. on condition and mileage. Yeah, so do use the Kelly to, to sell it, but is it above market based on Kelly? Is that where the market's gone for the time being? Well, the, the thing is right now, to be honest with you, you can sell a car for what you want. That's just a suggested price. You're right. You, right. You, if, if, you get, if you feel your car is worth more or less, you just put it in there appropriately. You know? It's just a suggested price. And right. if, if you're too high, you can always come down, but you can't go back up. So, Because, and, yeah. and everybody yeah. uses different ones. You know, like if you go to a dealer, they're going to use NADA. They're not going to use Kelly. Right. right. So. Okay. Okay. It's, well, that's good. And, Go ahead. Um, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. That's, uh, it is. It's always the buyer's, seller's market, buyer's market. I mean, it's up to what you want to sell it for, isn't it? Exactly. I just, being it's just a weird, it's an oddball, because they quit making it 
as a hybrid that year, didn't they? They just did it one off, and then they went to the real ones that they've been making. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that sounds familiar. Um, I can't, I can't verify that for sure, but I don't remember for sure exactly when that, but year model actually came in and, and quit making. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do some research then and find out. Well, anyway, thank you on the key fob that solved. I'll get that checked out. So. All right. Appreciate you guys. As Appreciate always. you, David. Thank Have you. Thank you. All right. With that, we got a uh, cup. Okay. We'll go to Chuck here. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing fine, guys. I, I need a recommendation because I I got a 2011 Jeep Wrangler that driving down the road the other day at about 50, 55 miles an hour, I got a shimmy in the front end that almost felt like the right front wheel was going to come off. Uh-huh. Pulled off on the side of the road, just stopped for a couple of minutes, got back on the road. It hasn't reoccurred. However, it's kind of freaky when I'm when it happens. I took it to uh, Les Schwab and had them do a little front end check on it. And all they came back with was the right tie rod is a little worn, but they're saying that it's not worn enough. There's not enough play in it to replace it. You guys got any recommendations on what I should be doing to this thing? What oh. part of town are you in? He's, a, he's in Frederick. Sorry? He's Frederick? up above Boulder, okay. aren't you? Are you by Boulder? Well, I'm about 15 miles from Boulder. Okay, there's a Legacy Auto might be yeah. the place I would recommend to take it because they're pretty good with those. And and the the problem is 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 um you need to get it to a technician and not to you know just a person that does alignments and brakes and stuff right because the technician's going to look it over to see what's wrong with it I mean they diagnose it they'll go for a ride you know if you have to go for a ride with them tell them you're willing to go well, for a ride with them but all the time it, it doesn't happen all the time it right doesn't happen since yeah but jeeps are that's that happens with jeeps that's and, and, notorious yeah. yeah. They'll they'll know what to do to fix that. All right, those guys are off of what fifty fifth on a row. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, fifty fifth Street, nineteen hundred fifty fifth Street. Okay, I know where they're at. Yeah, All Legacy right, Auto. I'm sorry. Legacy Auto. Yes. All right, I know exactly where they're at. Okay, yep. thank you guys. Thanks you sure. bet. Bye. All right, with that, we got a line open, 303-477-5600. We're going to go to Rick from Denver. How you doing, Rick? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I hope this is the proper forum for this. Uh, I'd like to compliment one of the auto shops that's within your group. Uh, sometimes Steve is on with you on Saturdays. It's Gino's Auto Service. Yes, uh-huh. he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, my wife and I have been doing business with them for well over 10 years now. We followed their service manager, John Glossick, from a different shop because we'd had such a good relationship with him in the shop that he worked in previously. Uh-huh. And uh, since going to Geno's in the last dozen years, I can't tell you how happy we've been. They've just been so capable, so honest, so friendly. My wife's out driving about and she hears something funny in the car. They take it right in to make sure things are okay. It just I, You couldn't ask for a better group of mechanics, in my opinion, in, in in the state right 
We appreciate that. And and, and, I, and that is Genos. Yeah, that is Genos. Genos that's, Auto Service. Yep, yep, yes. yep. They, appreciate that. Yeah, that's they do. I just can't say enough good about them. And, you know, it's just often you hear about the bad things about shops and things right. like this, as I'm sure you gentlemen know. But, uh, yeah, I just know they're part of your group, and I just wanted to pass a good uh, good word on for them. Well, I appreciate that. And John is a great guy down there. I know John personally. Oh, yeah. He's good. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he is good. And, and of course, Steve is just a, a wonderful salt-of-the-earth man. Yeah, he was supposed to be on today, but he decided, I think, he, he had something else going on. out of town. Yeah. So. Ah, okay. Yeah, appreciate that, well, Rick. Very good. I do appreciate your time. And, uh, like I said, just wanted to give a, a good word, since occasionally some, some things don't that should be said don't go said. Right. <laughs> very true, and we well, appreciate that very much. Yeah, appreciate it. Yes, Thank sir. you. All right, with yes. that. We have a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. Or if you don't feel like calling in and you want to just text us, you can go to 307-282-22. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Start the new year right by taking advantage of Geno's Napa Legend and AAA Premium Battery Sale. Did you know car batteries typically last just three to five years? There is no reason to get stuck with a bad battery when you can stop in at Geno's for a free battery check. And while you're there, you can take advantage of Geno's free multi-point inspection. We'll evaluate your vehicle, looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. Geno's is also having a sale on genuine Napa starters and alternators. We are big believers in catching problems before they start which is why we do our best to make your life easier by offering loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't miss a beat this year. Geno's is continuing to service Larry's Automotive customers through Napa Auto Care, warranting any work you may have had done before Larry's closed. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We're AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court. But since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. KLZ's personal injury attorney continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303 806 8886. Napa Know How. 
A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Okay, you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. The phone number is 303-477-5600. The text line is 307-200-8222. If you're listening on Sunday, you can't call in, but you can sure listen. And we had a switch up. We got Larry back in there <laughs> behind the glass answering the phones. Um, I'm not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff's, Jeff Kitty's come in to help me out. So if you have any transmission questions, he's our transmission expert. So um, we'll go right to the phones, and that'll probably be Scott. How you doing, Scott? Hey, how you doing? We're doing good. Good. Hey, I've got a 2016 RAV4, and during this cold spell we had and driving in the snow, I had four warning lights that came on at the same time uh, to break. The ABS, all-wheel drive, and traction control. Uh-huh. And then my cruise control, uh, I tried to turn that on, and instead of going green, it turns yellow and then won't engage. So any idea what that could be? It's okay. only got 40,000 miles on it. If you get an ABS or a traction control light, that's going to disable the cruise control. Right. That okay. all works together. Okay. Yeah, all that stuff works together. As since the roads are dry now and all that, are the codes still there? Are the lights still on? Yep. Uh huh. That that's a 2016. You'd probably just yeah. add a warranty. I don't know. Oh yeah. 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 Um, well, you know what? I would you'd need to take it to a shop so they can scan it to see. But there's probably some wire broke, is what I'm thinking. Could be. Or a sensor's bad. The wheel sensor could be bad. Once you okay. find out what turned the lights on, it'll fix it all. That'll that'll probably tell you what needs to be done. If anything, it could be as much as I hate to say it could be a glitch in the system, but it could be a reprogramming. Uh, well, yeah, uh, clearing the codes, clearing the codes or whatever. It could could be that it sensed a wheel slip or something like that that it didn't like, and reacted mm. too fast for the computer to say, "Oh, this is nothing." Yeah, where do you live, or where are you located in Aurora? I'm in Aurora. South? Uh, over by Colfax and 225. Oh, go see Ken. Yeah. Ken Rackley at Toon Tech. And he, could, okay. he could probably scan that and see what's going on. Yep. Awesome. Because usually what uh, we'll do uh, is we'll clear the codes and then drive it uh -huh. and see if it comes back on. That's usually the first thing. And then if it comes back on, then we know we got a hard failure. Well, you probably want to check the codes before you clear them well they'll they'll see what the codes yeah. are and is what i mean right. and then and then they'll clear them yeah i probably said that wrong they'll, they'll they'll see what those codes are they'll write them down and make sure they know what they are then they'll go they'll clear them and then go drive it and see if they reoccur and then they'll check those circuits still probably so yeah yeah okay okay all right thank you very much guys you bet okay all right with that we got a line open 303-477-5600 Let's go to Bob from Centennial. How you doing, Bob? Pretty good. How's it going? Going good. Uh, I have a question about, do you know of any glass company 
that will replace the glass on a side view mirror? Um, pretty much any shop will do that too, I think, won't they? I if mean, it's available. Yeah. Yeah, Novus is usually who we'd recommend. But, um, oh. yeah, we have a whole okay. bunch of Novus places all over Denver. If you go to our website, okay. if you go to drive-radio.com, you'll see all the Novus people in there. Okay, and they, they do stuff on side view mirrors? I believe they would. Um, I know they do the windshields and everything else, so, yeah, I would check with them first. I know about 10 years ago, Littleton Glass would do that, and I had one done, but they're out of business. So yeah. uh, I was just checking. Well, I guess uh, Novus would be at least a good place to start. If they can't do it, they could probably recommend somebody. Yeah, because, like, if Napa doesn't have that glass, we it's hard to find that glass sometimes. We can go to a dealer and stuff like that, but um, I would try them first. Yeah. Okay. Because yep. I know Littleton Glass, uh, 10 years ago, they just cut, they just, uh, you know, cut the appropriate size and, you know, I took the, I had to take the side view mirror in, take it off, take it in, and they cut a piece of glass. But unfortunately, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, and these guys won't have to do that. So they okay. won't. You just go in with the whole car. <laughs> yeah, don't take All it right. off. Okay. All right. Well, I'll check with Novus and see what they say. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks. Enjoy okay. your show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Let's go to that. Leaves us a line open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred, and we'll go to Arnie from Foxfield. How you doing, Arnie? Doing fine. Uh, just since the previous guy talked about his rear, uh, rear view mirror, if it's a flat glass, any glass over at Stapleton, uh, they do rear flat glass rear view mirrors as people drive in with the problem. If he, if Novus doesn't take care of him, okay. Uh, I've just I, I don't pay any attention to ads on TV. <laughs> you know, at dinner time, I'm I'm helping my wife getting dinner ready to go and all that, but. A couple of times this ad is flashed on on the TV, and it, what catches me is it's Dodge Ram truck ad. Uh, I think it's touting the you know the uh, the the beef of the trucks, whatever, and it and it makes a statement in there, a thousand pound foot, and I think they say torque, you know, as as listing these attributes of their trucks, and. I've, I've picked up on it a couple times. I'm thinking Dodge Ram trucks. They have a they have an engine in their trucks that's got a thousand pound foot. Uh, now, see, I've been an engineer for 35 years, and and it's always it's foot pounds, but they say pound feet. But I'm assuming they they're talking engine torque, and what do they got? This a thousand foot pounds of torque. Well, it depends on whether they're talking rear axle to the rear axle. <laughs> you can mold, you can multiply a motor up to whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, that, just, that just struck me as. But I would, I would assume that's in their diesel line. Yeah. Uh, but it could be a calculated value that, you know, you might have a, you might have a, six hundred and eighty foot pounds of torque coming off the engine. And by the time it goes through the transmission, it's multiplied by two sometimes, depending on the the way it's designed. Well, and then uh, and gear to, ratio. If you want to put it to the axles, of, <laughs> axles, I guess, then you throw another three times in there. So, Well, well depending on what, what's going on, but that would, yeah. well, I would imagine that that's how they're fluffing it up a little well, bit. Well, they say their 6.7 Cummins has 1,000 foot-pounds of torque. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. I'll well, see. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and that's a thirty-five hundred. 
So Okay. And that wouldn't surprise me with a with the diesel because with they're the diesel, okay. Yeah. It's four hundred horsepower and a thousand foot pounds. Yeah. What and what's the displacement on the motor? Uh it's four hundred well, horsepower. It's six, Six point seven, and it's it? a six point seven. Yeah, I'm sorry. Six point seven. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So turbo. Uh, it's a 400, Cummins 400 turbo. Inch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's well, what they're claiming, okay, I suppose. And a turbo. So well, yeah. whatever. Okay, yep. thousand foot pounds. Okay. Well, that just threw me a bit. I was a little surprised that they'd come up with something that high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll give I'm you some torque. I'll tell you what. You, you could probably yeah. pull something if you want <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. With that, let's go to uh, Steve. How you doing, Steve, from Montana? Actually, uh, South Carolina. South Whoa. Carolina. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, my question is um, Torque Flight 727 transmission. Okay. I recently pulled pulled out of a vehicle. Yeah. And I dropped it off of a uh, transmission shop out here in South Carolina. Okay. And, um, of course, the torque converter came with it. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a heck of a time. They couldn't, they could not separate the torque converter from the pump shaft. They uh, tried everything they could. They had pullers on it. They said they even, you know, had it hooked to the back of a truck trying to pull it out. Back of a um, truck. Th- yeah. yeah. They had a Ooh. chain wrapped around it, and the other end of the, uh, on the other end of the transmission was strapped to a, I don't know, a, a post or something out in front of their building. Yeah. They couldn't free it up. Uh, well, I've I've run into that, and chances are the torque converter is, uh, I don't want to say, does the torque converter spin free? Yes, it does. Okay. It, it, could, be, it could be that the torque converters ate into the bushing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, and it swelled something, or the uh, there's a slot in the end of the torque converter hub. It could be that that pump went bad and it split that hub and won't let it yeah. come through the pump. Yeah. What they ended up doing was modifying a wrench to reach back up in there behind the torque converter and get it on the bolts that held the pump to the case. And they were able to work those bolts out and then they just pulled torque converter and pump all as yeah. one assembly. But that's the hard way to do it, but yeah. yeah. Uh, my question my question then is how do I, is there something I need to do with the transmission to um, prevent that from happening in the future? Well, it doesn't happen very often, but what a lot of people don't understand is, is that if you idle a torque flight or any Chrysler product in park, they don't lubricate that front pump bushing. Okay. So when it gets so dry, and it gets dry, and it'll seize, and there's there's a lot of things, but uh, you know it, it doesn't happen very often. We used to see it a lot of motorhomes, yeah, where they you know they just get way overheated, and you'd have to get pry bars and everything else, and just kind of walk the torque converter out. Uh, but I've never seen one that bad that you had to do what they did. Yeah, uh, that would be a feat in itself. Never seen that either. Yeah, that yeah, would be a feat. Never seen that. I, I've never seen one that bad. I, I've seen some stuff that we've had to, you know, cut apart or something like that. But uh, I've never seen a torque converter that I couldn't get out. But that's not to say it didn't happen. 
Right. Now, so were you putting that transmission in a, a car that you have? Yes, it came out of uh, a vehicle that I have. Um, I took it to the shop just to have it. The reason I took it there initially was because it was leaking, and I determined yeah. that the leak was around that front yeah. shaft. Yeah. The that's, yep. that, that's I'm going to bet that's what happened. Yeah. It probably, yeah. it probably uh, torque converter hub ate into the pump or the pump seized to the bushing or something like that. It's, it's hard telling what actually happened. Uh, once they get got that out, it's a lot uh, of heat. I mean, they could press it apart and take a closer look at it, but that's going to be kind of tough uh, getting yeah. it getting it pressed apart. But didn't happen very often on the torque flights. It's uh, unless they idled a lot in neutral. And this will be going back in the same vehicle, so um, it did have one hundred and seventy eight thousand miles on it. So and that's a lot of miles. That's. Yep good mileage out of a torque flight uh but you just got to remember that you need to idle them in park uh like when you warm them up you want to put them in neutral okay and not idle them in park i'm sorry I so in neutral it, it in loops. neutral the it pump loops. pumps yeah uh there is and a kit there is a kit that transco makes that lets them pump in park uh but if they put the transco shift improvement kit That'll eliminate some of that and clean up some of the shifts on it. So, yeah, they probably didn't. They've already finished the rebuild, so they probably yeah. did not do that. Yeah, and so, when you fill that, you need to fill it in neutral. Yes, exactly. Uh, the dipstick does say yeah. that it needs to be checked hot in neutral. Yes, but that's that's okay. probably what happened. Is the something happened between the torque converter and the pump? Okay, I just didn't want to do something else and have to have to go through this again. No, you're you're. It's it's. I don't know how many of those I built over since what seventy eight. <laughs> there's there's been a few of them, and I can only probably count on my hands that the times when we've had that issue with the torque flight or any other transmission for that matter. So okay, doesn't happen right. very Thanks, often. Guys. Thanks, Steve. John from Littleton, hang in there. we got to go to a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about one of the most expensive components in your whole car, the transmission, specifically the transmission fluid. You see, according to the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, or ATRA, the number one cause for transmission failure is fluid failure. And the number one cause for fluid failure is heat. You see, most transmission fluids can last as long as 100,000 miles, as long as the fluid stays at or below 180 degrees. According to ATRA, for every 20 degree increase in the operating temperature of that fluid, the life of the fluid is halved. That means conditions like stop-and-go traffic or mountain driving or the terrible Colorado weekend combination of both can quickly lead to a severe degradation of transmission fluid, thusly significantly reducing the protection needed to keep that expensive component trouble-free and fun to drive. So, what should you do? 
At BG, we recommend replacing any fluid prior to the point of failure. In our experience, replacing the transmission fluid every 30,000 miles and treating the new fluid with an antioxidant conditioner will protect your car for life. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. To combat food inflation, Barber's Foods is offering great deals to help fill your freezer. Prices for soybeans and corn are up, and most farm animals are fed on corn and soy. So it's costing more to feed animals. That's why meat prices will be going up this year everywhere, an estimated 10 to 25%. To save money on high-quality meats, head over to barbersfoods.com and click on the Fill My Freezer page to see all of their specials. Colorado-produced ground beef in one-pound user-friendly packages, only $2.99 per pound. Pittman Farms boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breasts in small, easy-to-use packs for only $5.99 per pound. Barber's Foods knows the families that raise and process the meats they sell, so whether it's Pittman Farms air-chilled chicken, the Beeler family Duroc non-GMO pork, Colorado-grown beef, or any of the other meats they sell, they know that the animals were raised right and cared for humanely. Barber'sFoods.com, Colorado native-owned since 1949. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. We got a couple lines open: 303-477-5600. And let's go to the phones right away. We got John from Littleton. How you doing, John? I'm doing well, thank you. Looks like you're looking for a park. Yeah. So I recently acquired a uh, pretty sweet truck. It's an '89 Toyota Hilux, a direct import from Japan. And it only had 27,000 miles on it, right? 
or okay. like 46 kilometers. But it failed emissions recently, and um, the carb is running, you know, we're running too rich. And I've had the hardest time in the world trying to find a part for this thing. So honestly, just seeing if you guys had any leads, um, what I, if you guys know a good place I can find, because uh, it's not the R22 that was in here for the Toyota trucks. It's a 3Y engine, 2.0, and they need to find either a carb kit or a carburetor. I was finding it online in Australia, but they do not ship internationally. So just any leads, to be honest, on where to find that part. I went to Toy, Toy Auto. They couldn't get get it, all that. So Really? Um, the place in Australia, could they give you the name brand of the carb kit? Or would uh, they? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I could. I was. I wasn't able to contact. They didn't have a contact thing. I could pursue that more though, for sure. Because if you can get that, then you can. You uh, might be able to find out who makes it. Yeah. And they probably ship internationally. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, what what are you, you know looking for local? as far as in that carbon kit? Is there certain specific things you're looking for? I think we just lost him. Larry, do we lose John? He went. You still there, John? Because it's lit up green on my side. You still there, John? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah now I, I can. Hear. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, I was wondering if there's any place locally that would do that as well. I could pursue it online. Well, but, what um, what do you need done to it? A carb overhaul, or do you need certain parts in there? You just need to jet it different. What's so they they're thinking it's both, right? They they were. Um, Thinking that the deterioration, it's old, but most of the rubber's fine, but in the fuel, in the carb, the, like the diaphragm's off. So just a rebuild is what they're looking at, and probably a rejet for altitude as well. So, um, yeah. I don't know if you have any place locally that would does any importing parts like that or anything like that. That's good. Man, I don't know. I mean, can, okay. I, I, I would love to send you to, to Geno's, but... I don't know. I'm not sure that they work on anything that old. The problem is, is a lot of people don't do carburetors anymore. Um, exactly. I, I did a lot of them, and, and I am not afraid of any carburetor, but I don't have a business anymore. So you'd have sure. to bring it to my house. and then. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What about uh, Dorsey? Yeah, Dorsey might be one. Over at Arvada West? Yeah, if you can look him Arvada up in West. Arvada West. You can go to drive-radio.com, or you can go right okay. to Arvada West. Auto repair. And his name was what again? Dorsey? Dorsey. Yeah. Dorsey over at Arvada West. Yeah. Auto and truck. Okay. Yeah, he's really, he okay. used to do a lot of carburetion. So, yeah. I'd okay. give him a shot uh, because rejetting it is not that big a deal. It's. Providing right. you can get the jet. Yeah. Well, the, it's and, Hitachi. Yeah. Well, so, being an import, though. I have tons of jets. Really? For imports. <laughs> yeah, for Subarus, Nissans. Wow. Toyotas. I used to do Nissan MasterTech, so. Yeah. It didn't bother so me to work on a Toyota uh, or Subaru or anything. Another okay. lead I got with it, I don't know if you guys have it. They, uh, The person I was uh, working with it said that the forklift, the, the Toyota forklift yeah. at the time had them as well. Uh-huh. So um, that, that could be another, maybe I'll, I'll ask the forklift places or something. But yeah. it is an old engine, but, you know, it runs great besides that. It does, you know, it's sucking fuel pretty significantly, but, yeah. Yeah, okay, and if you well, keep you listening, guys. there's I think there's going to be a caller with an answer for you. So. Oh, no way. Okay. Perfect. Okay. I will keep listening. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Should we go to him first? 
Yeah, let's go right to him. Oh, oh, Max. I think we just lost him. Yeah. Max, give us a call back. Um, in the meantime, let's go to Mike from Arvada. How you doing, Mike? Hi, guys. Yeah, great. How about you? Okay. Great. Yeah, I was wondering if I could uh, bounce this off your tranny guy. Pick away. Um, okay, it sounds like you got the old school experience. I uh, just about a year back uh, picked up a 67 Chrysler Newport, uh, real sweet, uh -huh. 383 in the auto tranny. Yeah. And I just recently started getting some slipping in second and third with that auto tranny, so I had to granny gear at home to, to not fry the fry the tranny. I was just wondering your, uh, if I could get your opinion on uh, what kind of odds I might have with uh, dropping the pan and changing no. fluids and cleaning up the filter. No, it's not going to do any that. good. That generally you, doesn't. So. You've, you've yeah. probably got hard seals in there, so you're losing hydraulic pressure in the unit. Uh, the only remedy for that is going to be pull it apart and go through it. Uh, okay. Is it, did you call on this a while back? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, but that. Yeah, I, I just uh, what? Uh, yeah, it's kind of I was wondering anyway. Uh, you know, if you get a fouled filter, what uh, kind of uh, symptoms does that give on performance? Well, you could you could have a fouled filter. On those, they used uh, they used a screen filter, and it could be plugged up with stuff. Uh, but normally, when that happens, it'll just go to neutral. Okay. It won't move at all because the okay. pump can't pick up fluid to drive the vehicle. And if you were driving it and it's slipping that bad, that means that you've got something that isn't sealing in there. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. I, I just uh, tried to look around and on the internet and see uh, cause and effect, and couldn't find any. With I mean that old uh, tranny. Uh, but okay, so that would involve that involve probably disassembling it. And You're going to have to pull the transmission out mm -hmm. and go completely through it, and at the bare minimum, replace all the uh, paper and rubber parts inside. Um, along with bushings, and I'm going to guess clutches if it's been slipping, and bands as well. Do uh, how about availability on something that like that? Do you, oh, you guys got access there. to internal parts for for a that old of a 383 auto tranny? No, they're still. I mean, that stuff's still around. Yeah, you could you okay. can still get them. Yep. Um. The only place that I would recommend is where you where are you at? Arvada. I'm, uh, I'm I, out in Arvada, yeah, West Side. But I, I can I can go ways if I need be. Uh, you might try uh, talk to Larry over at AC Transmissions on North Federal. Okay. Uh, okay. They've been around forever and they've got that old stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder to get old wrenches that familiar with it. Uh, it it's great car uh, my dad had vintage chrysler imperial back in the day and uh, that's the only mopar i ever had so uh i uh, wanted to want to try a 383 426 uh, good luck finding a hemi you know 426 440 yeah <laughs> but, but that 383 was a, it's a pretty solid uh, large block 
Yeah. Big block. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> sucks okay. the fuel well, when it pre- goes into it. Yeah. But oh yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's a barge. Yeah. yeah. It's a barge. I, yeah. I pushed it back, and I got an old house, so it, it accommodates older size cars, but. I've got a I've got a nudge. It's up tight against the back wall, and it's still just barely clearance from the garage door. So it's it's a bland barge. Yep, super nice car. But, okay, well, I appreciate you guys' uh, take on that, and uh, I'll probably go that route. I was hoping I could maybe go the go the simplest uh, solution. You know, well, with something that old, you're gonna you're gonna have to go in there and replace something, especially if it's slipping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Well, I appreciate you. Let me know on that. Okay. Right. Thanks for the call, Mike. Should we go to a break? Yeah. Let's go to Max real quick. Max, how you doing? You got an answer for us? Uh, good, yes. Uh, calling from the flatlands out here. Uh-huh. And I was listening to your program. I listen every Saturday and uh, heard the fellow call in asking about parts interchangeability on, I believe it was an 80 model Chevrolet pickup. Um, actually, it's and a Toyota. Toyota, okay. Yeah. An excellent resource for him. I, get, I subscribe to a magazine called Hemming's Muscle Machines. Okay. And Hemming's Muscle Machines has a column called Swap Meat where they answer questions about parts interchangeability on different uh, older and uh, cars and pickups and different things like that. Okay. And okay. I would suggest if he can get a copy of Hemming's Muscle Machines, it should be on his local newsstand, that uh, he can contact them and they can tell him exactly what he needs to know. All right. Well, it could be a good possibility. Thanks, Max. Yep. Now, one other thing, if he cannot find... A copy of Hemming's Muscle Machines at his newsstand. I've left my email address with your call screener. Okay. He can email me with his mailing address, and I'll mail him one of my previous red copies that will have that information in it. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate it. <clears throat> okay. That's all I had today. All okay, right, sir. Well, thank you, Max. Thank you. All right, with that, we got a line open, 303-477-5600. You're listening with Jeff Kitty and Dennis Brewster uh, on Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Going into the showroom at Purefoy Chevrolet, one of the things that struck me is that the people that work there, they're just regular people. You talk to the guy that's helping you, and you get the sense of, this is just another person. He wants to help me. He wants to make sure that I get the right car. He's asking the right questions, but without being pushy. I just get a sense that he's really invested in what I need to find for my my family and for me. Rolly Purifoy is not somebody who would ever brag about himself, but he has an incredible history with Chevrolet, and that's why he cares about those vehicles so much. He's actually been a test driver for some of the models, and he's even had some input in the design. If you just ask Rolly some questions about his history, he has the most fascinating stories. He's one of those owners who will just chat with you like an ordinary person. He's just one of those people you really need to meet. I would highly recommend Purifoy Chevrolet. They're a really remarkable group of people. Hi, I'm Rolly Purefoy. We're just up the road in Fort Lupton and on the web at PurefoyChevrolet.com. Find new roads. Most oil changes are the same. 
Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560 with Jeff Kitty. And we're going to go right to the lines. We'll go right to Mike from Highlands Ranch. How you doing, Mike? Thanks for taking my call, fellas. You bet. Thanks for listening. I, uh, I picked up my nephew's daughter is, is getting her permit, and he wanted to buy a used vehicle for her. So we found a, an 08 RAV4 Limited V6, what was a one owner, bought brand new and impeccably maintained with all the books and records. And, um, and then I had it gone through by the guys at Four Seasons. And um, I was really pleased. One of the things that they mentioned, though, is they have, it has electric power steering. And, and they said, you know, sometimes that can get damaged when you hit a curve or you go up over something. Never heard about that. Are you familiar with that? Well, you know, it's it's a power rack and pinion. Yeah. Uh, and anytime you slide into a curb or something like that, you take the chance of hurting the rack. Sure. Yeah, and that's what I thought, but I thought, you know, I got came away with the impression that that uh, there was something more delicate to it because it was electric, and I thought, well, what's, well who cares? Yeah. Whether it's hydraulic or electric, it's still the same rack system. So, okay. Well, that, well, yeah. It just has a sensor in there that tells you where the steering wheel is and, and measures the rotation. So, you know, so you can make sure you get centered and stuff, and it, the data is sent to the module. It's not... That big a deal. I mean, there's a lot of cars with steering assist anymore. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. No, just about everybody is going to electric steering assist now. So I was just curious. I'd never heard that, and I went, hmm, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Just like anything else, if you're going to hit a curve or bang up over something, it's not going to be good. No. No, (laughs) No, it's not. No. All right. Well, that's all I had today. Good show. Thanks, Mike. All right, and before we take the next caller, I had one um, text in. And it's a 2000 Buick Lucerne that um, he has no, he had a crank, no start. And after testing the car, he had spark, but no fuel pressure. After doing some digging, he saw lots of issues with the fuse box under the back seat. So he put a new relay in, but the relay t- is getting hot again. There is a TSB out there for that, to replace that whole fuse box, the whole thing. And you change all the relays over to your new box and put that one in. And that's what fixes that. Just replacing the one relay is not going to fix it. So just want to let the guy know that. So let's go to the next caller. Let's go to Nick from Littleton. How are you doing, Nick? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. So my issue is I got a 2013 um, Ford Explorer Sport, <clears throat> which I love because it's kind of sporty, uh, and uh, it moves right along. But Probably because of my lead foot driving habits, I had to have the tranny and PTU replaced a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, and since then, um, which is not cheap, uh, since then it's it's accelerating irregularly. Sometimes, even if it's a general acceleration from, say, 30 to 40, it'll be a little jerky. Or if I'm tromping on say I'm going 50 and I'm merging onto a highway, I tromp on it, it'll sometimes be a little jerky. Or even just kind of cruising at a certain speed, it'll be a little irregular sometimes. It's hard to explain. Uh, it, so it feels like something's going on with the transmission. It's uh, it's not it's not smooth. Let's put it that. How long how long ago was it that it was repaired? A couple weeks. Okay, and was it and that been, way right I've off been the doing bat? It ever since then, I just haven't had a chance to, to get it back in. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I, I definitely have them take a look at it, but it could be that um, if I remember right, there was a little bit of adaptive learning. And they might have to set the transmission adapts in that back to. What does uh, that mean? Uh, might have to reset the transmission adaptive learning back to a stock. He's he's asking what those mean. What that what that means is is as you drive the vehicle, that transmission shift and the computer are all integrated with how you drive. So it's a learning. So it's a learning curve. Yeah. Uh, it could be that. It could be something going on inside. But I would definitely let who replaced transmission take a look at it. Take a drive with you, maybe. Yeah. And then also, yeah, um, yeah. does it set any codes? Do you get any codes or not? Check engine light on. Uh, no, there have been no codes. There were codes before before I had it replaced, and that's why I had to replace it. Uh, okay. But not since then, no. Okay, so that means yeah. there's something inside the training. It, it, or the learning curves. It yeah. could be it could be the adaptive learning on the transmission that's basically computer computer based. And they might have to just go in there and reset. It, I, I didn't have to go through any learning curve. Or I, let me put it this way. It seemed to work fine when I you know, first purchased it. Well know, yeah, it would. Because they probably already drove it and set some parameters. Uh, but see what happens is uh, it, it has kinda like what we call a RAM a read-only memory, and then it starts to learn how your driving habits are. And it finds out that you, you know, like some people like to jump off from the start 
and hit the brakes real quick or slam the gra- gas pedal down all the time and get on the highway, you know, it starts learning how you drive that vehicle. And some people drive really nice and easy on the gas pedal. So it starts learning those you. things. So how many, uh, how many miles does that take? It, it's basically dependent on uh, drive cycles and shift cycles. Uh, the other problem is we had a lot of issues on the Chrysler caravans and some of the Chrysler front-wheel drives that had the adaptive learning is is that if you didn't reset that when you rebuilt the transmission, you would get, you'd test drive it and it worked just great. Customer get in it and it would it would drive horribly for them. Yeah. And you're going, what's going mm-hmm. on? And we just got to the point where we Clean. just automatically reset the trans shift adapts and that. And if you've got a lead foot and the guy that test drove it doesn't, that could be a lot to do with it. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, if he had mm-hmm. a lead foot and you don't. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're advocating that, that they at least try doing this reset. Yes. I would First off, I would take it back and let them know that it's doing this. It's doing this. And okay. they should know. Let yeah. them give them the chance to take a look at it and see what's going on. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate the help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to Wayne from Greeley. How you doing, Wayne? I think you lost me. You there? How you doing? Yeah, you lost me there for a second. Okay. What's up? Hey, Jeff. It's nice to hear you on the radio again. Well, thank you. <laughs> Been a while. Yeah. Almost was going to be a little bit longer if somebody hadn't uh, told me what was going on. Took you out of bed, huh? Uh, well, no, I've been trying to get my garage cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, I did that a while back, too. <laughs> um, I, I know this is kind of dumb, and I, you guys got to go on a break. Um, I need some information on getting your emissions. I've had new cars for 15 years, and I never even, I don't know, just never thought about it. But I bought an old beater a, a, a 2005 saturn here a couple years ago and this year it has to be a mission and i have no idea these drive-bys and what i have to do do i just go get in line and let them do it or you know what whatever. wayne that's a great question can we hold over the break and we'll yeah, would you, i'll tell you what i'll hang up and you guys just do it after break okay okay thanks wayne and with that, we're going to take a quick break. We've got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio with uh, Jeff Kitty and Dennis Brewster. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.